When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 folks. The Yonko table has set sail yet again into the Grand Line for our up-and-coming One Piece Chronicles episode. This week, we are focusing exclusively on Jaya. Now, some of you may be wondering, wait, why is the Yonko table dedicating an entire pod to just Jaya in One Piece? Why not just lump it in with Skypea, which for the most part, it's a prologue to Skypea. But upon rewatch, upon rereading this arc, there's a lot you can talk about with Jaya. And we're here to deep dive it in its entirety for you guys. And hopefully after giving us a listen, you'll probably see where we're coming from with this. I feel like Jaya is meaty on its own and serves as a good, in fact, excellent appetizer to Skypea, which comes afterwards. So today is just gonna be about Jaya. We're gonna deep dive it into the characters, the lore, the mythos. But if you guys wanna carry on the conversation with us or with our fellow supernovas, please check out our Discord. More information on that in the description down below. Check out the Patreon and you'll be able to continue our lovely conversations about One Piece or anything you're really uh, into in the world of geekdom. But before we deep dive today's arc, with me as always is fellow Yonko, Grandmaster who? Grandmaster, yay or nay? Jaya? Mid? Skip? I don't, necessary? I don't think... I don't think anything in One Piece is necessarily mid nor skip. Um, I think, some as you people, said, some people say this next arc after Jaya is is skip. Some some people, and I I would say those people are foolish because <laughs> at the end of the day, this still ranks upon their favorite manga anime series. And again, uh, I believe Oda knows what he's doing. If you don't think what happens here plays into the grander scope of things maybe it just hasn't yet so everything happens for a reason everything is done with a purpose so i cannot call anything mid nor tell any and i would never advise someone to skip unless it's filler unless it is filler that is the only time would you tell them to skip foxy pirates i've never seen foxy pirates because so i you was, skip foxy pirates. i was under the impression it was filler i was under the impression it was filler interesting so but i will go back in uh do a speed watch okay yes and read up on it i always you'll get it to was see filler. afro luffy afro luffy i've seen him in the games he's an unlockable character yes, in the, one the piece grand game. battle yes 
I've seen him before. So I'm not unaware. Well, that's well and good. You don't encourage people to skip arcs, specifically this one that we're here to talk about today. There's a lot of meat in Jaya. And we're going to explain exactly what that meat is. But of course, we have Supernovas here to deep dive with us today. It's the one, the only, Nino Desplazado. Get ready to spread that butter with Toasty. And let's get into it. Jaya overall, how do you guys think about the arc? Is it kind of just something you sped through? Or was it a necessary palate cleanser after something really big like Alabasta? Because if you want to consider Alabasta an ongoing saga, which it was, Alabasta lasted immediately from Reverse Mountain all the way until Alabasta Kingdom, the desert one. And that consisted of um, what? Whiskey Peak, Little Garden, Drum Kingdom, Alabasta. That's four arcs. That's four arcs. If you want to throw Reverse Mountain in there, like 4.5. You do. That's, you have to. You have right, to. Right. So 4.5 arcs, and we just finished it in the arc previously. Did you guys need Jaya? Did you like Jaya? What did you think of Jaya? I think Jaya is a getting back to formula, not formula per se, but like, you know, One Piece is about adventure. Uh, and they go on many adventures as a pirate crew. And I don't know, actually, when you think about it, uh, this is kind of their first, let's go on this type of adventure. Let's go find Sky Island. Let's go discover if this myth is true or not. Versus every arc prior has always been kind of a sense of, purpose whether it's be we got to help Vivi or we got to go help one of the straw uh hat crew members or whatnot this was kind of a let's be pirates and I think uh Hooper TV alluded to this too in our overall one piece talk as to why you should appreciate Jaya and Skypia is that they're just being kind of pirates here uh and it's cool it's cool it is a refresher from the kind of let's save a country uh type of story yeah. that we've been seeing so yeah yeah i i kind of agree i kind of find it interesting you said back to formula i think this is the arc that um oda was like creating the formula for one piece uh because everything else had such a purpose behind it like east blue had the rush to get to the grand line and then uh, once they got to the Grand Line, everything was kind of compacted into defeating Crocodile and getting back or uh, getting back the Kingdom of Alabasta. So everything was so focused then. And I remember when I was first going through it, I was like, ah, oh, like, ah, I'm kind of fatigued because everything was so focused and now everything is kind of freeform. And now when, now since you know, I'm caught up and I'm looking back, I'm like, wow, this was actually such an important arc because I wouldn't know how the crew would just be without a goal. You know, they were just like, the main goal is there to become, you know, get to the end of the Grand Line and become King of the Pirates, but there was still a a mystery and a, and a sense of adventure that they needed to come together as a group. And I feel like in Jaya, you start seeing 
Right. No, I and I, I agree. Um, I think I think where a lot of people come from when you when you leave an arc like Alabasta and you start an arc like this with Jai as basically a prelude to um Skypea, a lot of people like in the One Piece community, not anymore because of uh, recent events, but before they would always say, you know, skip Skypea, skip skip Jai and skip Skypea. Blasphemy, I know. You don't skip arcs in one, just like you don't skip parts in JoJo. You don't skip. You read and watch everything. But there was a, a big, a significant portion of the fan base that would say skip Skypea. And in rereading Jaya, I can kind of see where that argument would come from because Skypea, as they're going through to Jaya, is completely skippable. They don't have to go to Skypea in the story. Like Luffy and the crew, they can just, once they get to Jaya, before the log post resets to point to the next island, they're on a timer where if they want to go to Sky Island, they got to go up the knock upstream and, you know, do all their shenanigans and adventures on Jaya within a time limit. If they don't, then, okay, guess we never go to the Sky Island. We'll just sail on our way. So I think because of that, it's like, it was like a skippable adventure. It was a side quest. You didn't have to do it. Didn't really add to anything, but obviously everything in One Piece matters. Everything foreshadows something. Um, so I think even without the Skypea element, there's a lot of foreshadowing in Jaya. More than I, I, I didn't even know there was that much. I didn't even, I don't even remember there was just one in um, Jaya. But rereading this arc, um, I, and, and and we'll get into what is being foreshadowed, but. It's crazy that something as small as this, because now I'm thinking like, man, do I really need to like reread certain arcs again? Like Thriller Bark. I read Thriller Bark like maybe once or twice. I probably have to reread it again. I don't know. It's probably, well, nothing happened on Thriller Bark, but we're not, we're not here to talk about that today. Um, um, <laughs> I could get next. I was going to say um, from somebody who's not completely caught up in the One Piece manga, but I read the Jaya Skypea years ago, and I'm currently rereading everything again so I can catch up. I'm currently in Skypea. It is way better than I remember it being. I will go as far as to say that it is better than Alabasta, just Ooh. because Ooh. Alabasta for me lasted a little bit way too long. And don't Skypea get me wrong. Skypea is kind of long too. No, Skypea is long, at least, but for me, it's concentrated in one thing. It's not like multiple different pieces. Like, look, think of how long it took us to get to Crocodile. I'm reading Skypea right now. I already know what's, who's the villain and what the angle is. The fight, every chapter is a fight. Because, of course, in Skypea, when we talk about it next week, they have that giant battle royale fight. That is good. And Jaya, for me, was a little bit slow at first. And the villain, Bellamy, not memorable. But at the but same that's time, that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> I know Bellamy is such a stupid, <laughs> and he kills somebody. I literally read the name right before this podcast, and I can still, I still can't remember the name of the guy he killed at the beginning. Oh, I'm he's sure. easy relevant. Yeah, um, it's the guy oh, that he was um, playing card with, oh and they quote unquote cheated. Uh, Ro Rochio. Oh, uh, Roshi Roshiro. Oh, there we go. Roshio, the executioner, yes. forty-two yes. million. There we go. <laughs> so, million. like this guy, like. Part of the story, it is a little bit slow compared to Alabasta, 
but the setup is really nice, especially when some of the reveal in Skypea are connected back to Jaya, which I like. So for me, 100% Jaya, Skypea combo, so far better than previous arc. So I wouldn't recommend skipping it at all, really. It's it's way better, dude. I'm telling you. I remember that arc being so bad. Like, horrible. Jaya was just horrible <laughs> back then. Goodness. But no, nah, but now, yeah. And it's, you know, it's kind of like those uh you your retrospective appreciation of yeah, exactly. It's the little things that matter. Jaya is one of the smallest arcs in all of One Piece, but it really does foreshadow a bunch and it's a breather and it introduces a good amount in such a short period of time that it feels insignificant. But then, yes, in retrospective, it turns out it was uh, actually quite significant. And then Skypea, yeah, it's condensed. So therefore, it makes everything that happened in Jaya seem more, you know, pertinent to that story. For example, like, you know, uh, as Dr. J said, they didn't have to go there. It was a side quest. Well, technically, they didn't have to stop at Drum Island either, <laughs> unless you know uh there they was had another... to she was well, sick I, they could have kept yeah. going and just held out until they found another doctor <laughs> until she but... died? actually no they said that she had like 24 hours or something or she would have died you get my point though you get my like in the grand <laughs> scheme of it all mandatory. in the grand mandatory. scheme of it all drum island is not on their path though grand that's what yeah. i'm saying Nami can die. That's, what, that's, that's not what I said. Skip that's not what I said. Island. Who needs a navigator? It was a detour. Yeah. That's what you feel me. It's a detour. Okay. No. Yeah. yeah. I, I, how, I think how they introduced Oda introduced that arc, particularly in the story, was felt like a detour because it was Drum like, Island? Oh, no. yeah, Drum Island. Okay. But Jaya, this this did feel like there was nothing. I feel like after such a big arc like Alabasta, like a big saga like Alabasta, where everything, I mean, you know, a lot of the pieces. Like not only in the arcs, but a lot of the pieces that we're gonna come back to, like Ace, we we're gonna come back to. You know, Ace was introduced in Alabasta, but right. we didn't get the payoff for Ace until much later. And there were there were just a lot of things that got set up in Jaya. I wanna, uh, I can't credit whoever who I who I stole this from, but someone on the YouTube comment section of a weird YouTube short said. Man, Jaya is so great because it foreshadowed so much, but we have no idea what it foreshadowed yet. And like we know it's there, but right. there's so much that still that we know that it's setting up something, but we have still no idea what Oda is referring to. Subtle, subtle breadcrumbs. Well, some foreshadowing. It is kind of like you know, there's some that hasn't been revealed to us yet, but there's even some that have been paid off so far in the story um like okay so we're, we're coming straight from alabasta right the straw hats say goodbye to vivi vivi decides to stay in her kingdom that's a wrap that's done they raise their fists in the air they show the x's on their arms you cry a little bit you move on right alabasta's done so they're sailing right and the first i just like the way they're slapped in the face with this arc what is it a giant galleon just yeah. it falls from the sky explodes near yep. them yeah it literally falls in front of them and they <laughs> almost lose their shit. it was it was amazing and obviously you have someone um we mentioned last week robin she's joining the crew so now she gets to partake in this chaos along with them 
Um, so their first response is what? Let's let's go see what fell on the ship. You know, like uh, we uh, it's it's something weird. You don't see that happening happening often. So let's explore the wreckage and see what's there. But um, I think right, it's around this part they get their bounties, right? Or do they get um, them later? Yeah, so they got their the bounties giant. already. I I think in the anime they are aware of their well actually because i just rewatched it they i guess they weren't aware but i think the world was aware but they weren't the world right the, yeah they yeah. printed yeah. the bounties for them but yeah they, so the straw hats were not aware of what it was luffy yet. was still thinking that he had a 30 million correct yeah, um, that, yeah. exactly exactly so the world, that's why bellamy fought him also because he exactly. saw the 100 million he was like there's no way they cheated they're a bunch of they're lying. Well, yeah, yeah, it has to be fake. It has they to said, because um, uh, Bellamy tried to reassure them. He's like, um, you never heard of those pirates that like just print fake bounty pictures or bounty yes. numbers and they just show it to you so you back off? Oh, look, I'm worth 70 million. I'm worth 80 million. You better don't mess with me, man. Um, so that's funny. But So what? Uh, Luffy is 100 million. And Zoro is 60 million. But the rest of the crew still does not have bounties yet. Nothing. No. Yeah, nothing. Okay. They're, they're nobodies. They're, they're small nobodies. Friends. Well, Sanji's like the only one who's pressed. He's like, Usopp, do you see one with my name on it? <laughs> he was asking it. He's like, and he keep, Usopp says no. Sanji keeps asking. He says no. No. Which Usopp. which is funny because if Sanji's whole purpose in Alabasta was keeping like secret, keep yes. like, using code names. And then, then he gets mad that like, man, why don't I have it? You were good at your job. You were good at your job. There's no or, reason for you to have a bounty yet. Or maybe he was worried if they did have his picture. Maybe um, he was asking, he's like, do they have my image? Because I, I'm kind of concerned. Like I'm looking back, on, I wish I had the volume next to me. It's, it, it, it's in another room, but I, from what I remember, he's asking in a vague way where you don't know if he's asking if he actually wants a bounty like Zoro and Luffy, he's kind of just asking, "Do I have one?" And that's it. That could mean like, "Oh, I'm kind of worried if I have the breadcrumbs. one." <laughs> breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs. Yeah. It's, actually, it's, they get, there's. We'll get into it, but there's another big kind of Sanji breadcrumb. Very subtle. Very subtle. There's a lot of subtle breadcrumbs very here. Subtle. I don't know if it's subtle when he they. It's a full panel with the big words right next to him saying what it is but sure we'll go with subtle subtle as in terms of you don't know the scope of you know oh, why it's subtle or... because you can just leave it alone and kind of be when like, you oh. when you look back at it it's oda literally being like it's blatant hey hey <laughs> red alert <laughs> um so what they they go into the salvage of the ship and they're able to recover a map, right? A map of a sky island, which honestly, yeah. I, even going, when I had originally read this portion of the story, I thought the concept of a sky island was freaking cool. I don't know. You don't hear about that a lot. An island that's floating in the sky. You don't hear about that ever. <laughs> There's some, uh, what do you call it? Um, Legend of Zelda? The um, Skyward One Sword. One this came before. Uh, Skyward you're talking Sword. Skyward Sword. Did this you read before. this in 2002? No. Also, Skyward Sword is what do you call it? Isn't it one of the most uh, detested? 
Zelda's. It is, it is wrongfully, one of the more polarizing ones. Yes, polarizing is a better word. It is wrongfully so. Actually, ooh, that that could be another uh, weekly little ooh, thing. Zelda ooh, game. Ooh. Um, but um, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, there was a show on Nicktoons called Skyland Warriors of Tomorrow. I don't know if you remember that. Skyland. I need to. I need Skyland? to look this up. Skyland. Warriors Skyland. It was the same animation of the people who did Iron Man Armored Adventures. So it was like 3D and cell shaded. Uh, I see Nino looking up. The point is, yeah, okay, fine. This, I, if you meant Sky Islands in the grand scheme of real world context, of course you never heard of that because they're not a thing. Oh God! But, clearly, this same, I never heard of a Rubber Man. Like uh, this is why there is a Rubber. Oh, oh, there's a Rubber Band Man. Oh, did you find it? Yeah, it looks like it looks like the animation quality of the um, MTV animated Spider-Man sequel. Oh my um, god. It, Wait, is it called be... Skyland Warriors of Tomorrow? Yeah, that's it's just it. called Skyland. Oh. Sky... I've never I thought it, it had though. a subtitle, whatever. Um I mean that's not what we're here for. Yes, Skyland Skype is a cool concept. Here we just we've been to a desert island a, or whatever, a snowy island. That's cool. They're you know, instead of doing island next. Right. Actually, no, I doing... guess the desert kingdom is like But instead of just doing yeah. a, you know, climate change island he said let me throw them into the sky something out of this world you know uh because we can and it's cooler and it's yeah more interesting so it was cool it was cool and i like how it's a struggle to get there right it's not like like they get the clue that the log pose is pointing up but it's like okay well we know it's up how do we get there and so well, i like yeah they don't even know if it's actually real but yeah, yeah they people don't were even laughing know. at them <laughs> right exactly did, did they explain why oh no they, they said um because i was wondering like so how do you because nami was saying but the log post is pointing up like how do you explain that and they they just summed it up as don't you know log poses like break you probably have a yeah. broken log pose um it's like they don't want so to hard to believe like it it's is so hard to believe because <laughs> they were like the log post hasn't been wrong so far something something is going on and and it's funny because you know the grand line is so full of fantastical like islands and people and Bus just island. craziness they draw the limit. but a sky <laughs> island no way no out impossible. of the question out of the question you have a devil fruit that lets you spring around at the uh breaking the sound barrier <laughs> Okay, uh, on, top, on, on top of that, too, there's a geyser that reaches above the clouds, which they all are aware of. But, you know, God forbid someone has tried to take that up above the clouds, you know. So so they tried explaining the the, the knock upstream, right? Yeah. Uh, because, you know, when they get to Jaya Island, they're basically saying, you know, there was a ship that just fell from the sky and it crashed. There must be a sky island. And basically, everyone on the island does not believe in a sky island. They're just saying that must be a ship that just went to the knockup stream, got shot into the air, and just fell somewhere near you. But what they don't address is some of the things that the crew found on that galleon that fell on top of them. They dated back, what, 200, 400 years ago? 200 years. 200 years. 200 yeah. years. You're telling me this thing shot into the sky and just 
floated now around fell down for two centuries and it just fell down now i mean there to be fair be a sky they no they didn't explain that to the people in the town and you have to assume that for no most no i people, know they didn't yeah. they, they didn't explain the salvage part how old it yeah. was yeah. um so it's one of those things where it's like what if you were to tell them that would they question it or would they just kind of excuse that one too like oh but if it, you're pirates and you were like, there may be treasure at the end of this. Why would you tell? Oh no! Yeah, I'm, full yeah. Of, don't um, tell them. There's point, no reason to point. tell them. Um, you forgot to mention they saw three giant shadows. They did. In the sky. Oh yeah, well, 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 with first, the wings. First, they saw the turtle, right? The, the turtle, giant yeah. turtle that ate the salvage while they were right. trying to explore it, and yeah. then. The turtle sweated bullets when they saw the three giant shadows and the could not explain it. Obviously related to Skypea, but in the moment, it's like, what the hell was that? Right. When I saw that. When I saw that, I remember texting like our chat and I was like, what the absolute fuck is going on? <laughs> this is, this, I was I was so I was like, what is going on? This is so crazy. Like. I thought they were actually like giant. Oh, maybe they were, but I thought they were actually giants up there. And I was like, that's so crazy. You're telling me like this is, and I was trying to put things together. That was the moment where I was like, I'm completely invested in this arc right now. Like that there's something I can't explain. There's something, and it looks like they, you know, something that I, I wanted to get the explanation about. Uh, funny enough, the anime did a good job at, uh, kind of delivering on that scene because uh, I think it went to, straight to to be continued after the reveal. Uh, Ooh, that's a good yeah. way to cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was good. It was good. It definitely felt. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to call it scary, but it was just like uh, intriguing, um, bewildering. Yeah, because it was like, oh, Skypea, and then they're like, whoa, these giants. What's going on? <laughs> like, you definitely want to get to the end of the rainbow for that answer right no exactly you definitely want to piece these puzzles together to get a solution um we also get like a side uh well i guess we get two side characters into this thing um the monkey pirates <laughs> monkey gang uh what the one two. is the marisa marisa Ma pirates? Uh, uh mashira, mashira. That's, how you that's how you pronounce it mashira and and then who's the, the that's the the Donkey Kong one, right? That's the Donkey yes, Kong. Yes, he's okay. the yes, the gorilla. And then Shoujo, Shoujo. is the is the, the orangutan. Right, right. And they have yeah. it's funny because I use these as like respectable um because they have bounties too, right? Yes. They have like yeah. around 30-ish, a little bit over 30, a little bit over 40. And it's I, like as a kid, I remember reading this and I would just put into perspective like Wow, this monkey guy could whoop Arlong's ass. Oh, <laughs> and like, <laughs> and like, and think about it. Like, it, it's true. Yeah, they said monkeys are better than fish. That's all. Are we are cool. we letting That's the bounties say. dictate power level though? Yes. Well, well this arc, one. this arc was a good way to both promote it, but at the same time make you question it. Because, you know, the whole point of Bellamy's downfall in this is because he was too reliant on uh, wow. bounty numbers mm -hmm. and yeah. he overestimated his opponent and it, we already know what happens and we'll get into it. Um, but at the same time, it is representative of 
how busted a character can be because you saw the gap in power between Bellamy and Luffy. <laughs> Luffy's a hundred million. Bellamy is fifty-five. They they took it. They I think Oda took it straight. Like this was one of the elements he took from Dragon Ball. Yes. Um, with the with the the power levels where they introduce it and then they kind of shake your belief in them. Exactly. Until you get to the point where it's it's over nine thousand. And you know, we'll get just, there. It's it's almost to a point where the bounty itself is not supposed to necessarily represent power, but more of fear. It's a like if the government puts a giant bounty on you, it's because they fear what you're gonna do. You've uh, done enough to be on their yeah. radar. Yes. Um so that's just something silly. I just like I, I don't know. I, I just imagine like the the orangutan going up against Captain Kuro in the East Blue and he's just like, slapping him around. <laughs> um silliness silliness but uh so the crew basically want to figure out these answers to sky island they meet the monkey they beat the crap out of the monkey and they're like all right well we need clues to sky pia let's go to jaya they go to jaya and what they they noted they realize it's a an island of pirates and i think it's based off of an actual island um or children was it that Maybe it was. It was an island back in the age of piracy where it was an island just full of pirates. Like they would just go. Like what did you say, Tortuga? Yeah. yeah. Oh, then probably. Yeah. I would imagine. Like Oda draws a lot of inspiration from like real world uh, places, events, people. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the vibe I got from it. It's an island of pirates. It's an island of misfits. There's um, no law or reason. They they do have townsfolk in there that just you know run businesses, but I gotta make money. I, I imagine how sustainable that, that must be if you're like your furniture is getting destroyed, your tables getting destroyed. Um, like no, but every think about week. it. The pirate kill each other, and all you have to do is grab their body and report it to the authority, and boom, forty million right there. Well, I don't I don't think authorities come to the island though. No, but if you can send the body to them, because they do say it wanted dead or alive. You know, it's funny. I think all this time in One Piece, I don't think they've solidified like how you claim a bounty on a character. Like turn them in. Well, yeah. you turn them but in. Can, can't they just be like, oh, you turned them in? Thanks. Hey, wait a minute. Aren't you this person? <laughs> <laughs> we, have a, we have an admiral right here who'd want to speak with you. It's in the name of justice. Don't worry. Exactly. You'll get along with him. Um, but I guess that's how. Oh, I can't. I can't say that. But a certain someone does rise the ranks um, by doing just that. So. Well, that certain person also uses it's situational. Given you know, uh, crocodile. Well, I mean, we'll get to actually talking about Jaya. So, hold. We'll pause real quick. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. So we have the crew on the island. They want to figure out how to get to Skypea. Um, and they go into this bar, and <laughs> there's a lot that happens in this bar. They encounter a character in here who is basically... <laughs> you could call him the villain of One Piece, or like one of the antagonists of One Piece. Um, for the first time, they meet Marshall D. Teach. And it's it's in one of the silliest ways that you don't you don't bat an eye at. But I, I remember sending it to our Discord chat earlier today. I was like, wow, 
this is Luffy and and uh, Teach's first interaction, and it's representative of their entire dynamic. Goda is a goat. Goda the goat. That's what he is. What? <laughs> um, what? They're eating cherry pies, or are they eating? No, Blackbeard's no, eating cherry pies. No, they're both eating the cherry pie, and then Rice, they right. both call to the bartender. And Blackbeard says, this cherry pie is great. And Luffy's like, this cherry pie is terrible. <laughs> and then, then they like drink whatever they're drinking. And Luffy says, oh, this is great. And Blackbeard's like, no, this is terrible. And then Luffy's like, I want 50 steaks. And Blackbeard's like, I want 50 pies. And they like, look at each other. Well, I want 55 steaks. I want 60 pies. And I want You got a problem, steaks. buddy? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> mirrors they're mirroring each other you know and it's it's just a really good intro because you know on top of this is probably the biggest bad of one piece so far kind of i mean debatable he's, he's up he's there, up there. He's if it's up like there. if there's like a top three big bads he's top three it goes him i agree a certain admiral and uh i guess the... some are you thinking of the emperor or not the emperor, but, um, God, what's his title? Like the oh, that, ominous that, figure, the ominous, the, the tall thing. Yeah. yeah we sure. have no idea who, right. We don't, no idea. I, I, I'm sure it's going to be, so. I mean, well, I'm sure it's going to be someone maybe we know. Cause why mask the face, whatever. The point is everybody's mocking them. Haha. It's called mock town because oh. you know, Oh my God. Um, they want to find Sky Island and they believe in the, their dreams of piracy <laughs> and, you know, uh, enter Bellamy now into this bar. Bellamy and, the know, hyena. Bellamy the hyena, who we don't know his affiliations yet. We just know he's in charge of the Bellamy right. pirates. Um, and he too, he's talking about this new age of piracy where, you know, he's like, the age of piracy where it's led by dreams is done. It's all about power and like money, you know? And he's like, are you small fries? Are you going to be part of the new age? <laughs> and you know, they're just like, nah, man, we're just trying to go on adventures. We want to, we want Sky Island and they ridicule Sky him. Island. Right. And then oh, oh, and on top of that too, you know, Luffy and Zoro promised not to fight. Uh, right. And then the shank scene in the yes. very first chapter, right? Which, you know, I still have a lot of questions about because why why would they do that? Like I, I understand Luffy was trying to emulate Shanks, but why would he do that? You know. Well, like, okay. Why is a great question because, well, one they proceed to beat them up, right? The and Bellamy Nami, pirates. Yeah, the Bellamy okay. pirates. Nami perceives it as, uh, at one point she just perceives it as they were not strong enough. Uh, but then they go outside and uh, Nami, you know, sticks up for them and kind of like puts them in their place saying, you know, like, y'all are, I forget what she says. Oh man, I should have looked at what she said. But uh, who do they get kind of a, um, a clarity moment from? Like who offers them or like who tells them, go find Sky Island. I hope you get there. Sky Island is real, you know, oh, none other than Blackbeard. Yeah. Blackbeard. And it was Which that's that that's what makes me so confused about it because that moment is so iconic, but I feel so confused about it because it's like 
But what 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 are you what are you confused on? Like why why they didn't yeah. fight back? Or actually, wait, no, wasn't it, it Nami that told them not to fight back when they first Nami the told them not to fight yeah. back. Nami right. told them not to fight back. But when when Bellamy slammed Luffy's head into the counter, yeah, he was ready to fight him. He was gonna whoop his ass, and Nami was gonna let him do it. But that's when Bellamy started talking about the dreams, dreams, the dreams, and how this new age of piracy does not revolve around them. It's about money and power. And that's when Luffy turned to Zoro and he said, Zoro, do not fight them. And he told them, and then they proceeded to get their asses handed to them. So is it, is it really getting your ass handed to you? If you're just laying there and take it. Yes. 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 (laughs) Yes, They got bloodied. They gave their consent. (laughs) Either either way, either it way, it, it, I, it makes sense now looking back on it, I guess, like, oh, like they weren't worth fighting. Like, that's not the reason why they fight, you know, and I and I guess when you get into like the Skypea, like into Skypea proper, they they delve into why like Luffy and his crew fights and why like more prominently in the themes. But what what makes me so confused Till this day, and I don't think we'll get any clarification until the end of the story or until the, it's addressed. Is Blackbeard says dreams will never die, and like reaffirms it to Luffy. And I'm just sit- and I'm like knowing what I know now. I'm like, why is he the one saying this to Luffy? Why is he the one reaffirming this? Because he's the same. I yeah, feel like is he's it, the same as Luffy. Is it too much to call him the dark reflection? Despite his intentions, he has a dream. And he's got a plan. Whatever and that dream yeah. is, we don't know. But he has one. He's got like, a dream. He has a mission. <laughs> and, and when you think about it, too, his primary influence, uh, which they still haven't revealed, it's this character. But this character is revealed in this arc. That man had a dream, too. That man... Again, these people are directly under the influence of that the previous age of piracy where dreams were a big thing, you know? Right. And so he's malintent, but he has a dream, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh and he looks at Luffy and he passes it on to this kid. And I mean, I don't think they would know they would later come to, you know opposing sides of a confrontation but i guess i guess that's kind of the beauty of it is that these two can relate to each other versus just you know uh the villain being the complete opposite of the hero you know they can relate at their core like that's a core thing you know the dreams Dreams is huge. That's the whole Straw Hats thing. They each have a dream. That was chapter one. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They wrote that in stone. Follow your dreams. It's one of the commandments of One Piece. Right. So here's a guy who's following the commandments, and he's he's just a bad dude, though. You know? And I think it's purposeful that Oda, when Blackbeard says that line uh, to Luffy, Oda does an entire panel spread of the two opposing, I, again, oh, Goda, Go, it, it's gonna ha- it's gonna tie back, it's gonna tie back. It's an entire panel spread of just a white background. Oda doesn't do that a lot. 
if ever. I don't think he's ever done that before. I could be wrong, but I it, that stuck out to me because it was all white. And the only thing you saw was Luffy standing and Blackbeard sitting and uh, saying saying the quote, dreams never die. And, well, you saw Zoro um, and, and Nami as well. Right, yeah. The, 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 the characters are there. But in terms yeah. of like who is... Um, where's the tension it's between luffy and blackbeard that line's coming back a hundred percent that that stance is I'm, I'm telling you i'm telling you i'm telling you i need to go re go back and reread jaya a third time toasty Didn't obviously just <laughs> yeah it, it's no. just it's i feel like oh go ahead toasty. i was gonna say like i'm trying to remember the scene i remember when they were sitting at the bar but Okay, now that so you guys they, mentioning it, like I'm yeah, definitely Nami, gonna go back. Nami brings them outside. He's sitting there. He's still eating the pies, but you know he kind of he kind of applauds them for not fighting back because he 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 says when we aim high, we come across fights not worth fighting. You know, <laughs> so right. by the moment Bellamy says, you know, dreams are worthless, uh, dreams don't matter. You know, right there, Luffy and Zoro like clock him out you know he, he's nobody he's nothing and blackbeard too so you know uh and he just and he applauds them for not fighting because he agrees this is not a fight worth fighting because if people don't line up with your ideals it's like you know there's no saving them or at least they don't think there's any hope of saving them because you know foreshadow bellamy may have a change of heart down the line you know maybe maybe um but that's enough but what do you call it again this that that page that panel i feel like is so important there's so much that gets foreshadowed in jaya that we don't have we we know it's foreshadowing but we don't haven't seen it completed yet because i i even though like we can make guesses at it we won't really know until we know like a certain character's motivations which we still don't know. It's it's crazy that a character that's introduced in in Jaya, we still have no idea their motivations or how why they operate. They've just been like operating like as a force of chaos the entire story. It's all great. in and due time. It this is like the back. this is like <laughs> the tiniest breadcrumb, and it's like like you said, it's so important that Oda dedicates a a spread to it. You know, like a, its own right. panel, right. and it's it's like. Focus here, focus here. We're st- how long has it been? How long has it been? We're in 2022. <laughs> that was 20 oh years. God. That was 2002. 20 years ago. <laughs> People have died. People have died reading this story. And they're Think trying to it. piece it together. There's probably a guy somewhere who was probably holding his kid as they were reading that chapter. And the kid probably just graduated college. <laughs> <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> yep. Oh goodness! I mean, yeah, it very well. That that, very that dad's well. gonna be a grandfather by the time this is over. <laughs> by the time it all ties all back in. Um, but then the you, more chapter there is, the more you forget. So he's gonna have to reread everything. Then it'll be part a of beautiful family moment. Part of the adventure. Oh um, besides Blackbeard, you do get some random little um, uh, peeks at his crew. He's kind of building a crew. What yeah. what what's wrong? They with are the crew? ugliest looking crew but in that, all of One Piece. The antithesis of right. 
the straw hats right you look at the straw hats and you 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 can kind of see them in toasty's panel minus vv and the duck and the camel you look at the straw is chopper in there chopper oh yeah there he is in the bottom oh Um, yeah he is you see all those straw hats there is something visually appealing about each and every one of them they all could be models they They all could be be supermodels the blackbeard pirates are the Ugly, bunch. <laughs> the well, most unassuming got, bunch. You got Burgess. I, I hate I, Burgess. Burgess. I hate I Burgess. I, the grappling champion. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit, looking at these characters, it again antithesis to Luffy. Look at Blackbeard. He has like like twenty missing teeth every time he opens his mouth. <laughs> um, Luffy, when he smiles, he's showing all his teeth. So. Antithesis, antithesis. Um, you got Burgess. You have um, I think uh, his name is Van Ogre. Ogre. Van, Van Ogre. Ogre. Yeah, he's the sniper of of the squad. He's the sniper. Yep. And again, allusions to um, for example, Usopp. Because yeah, before they up. before they got to Jaya, uh, there were seagulls that fell on their ship that were that had bullets in them. Yeah. And Chopper was saying, yeah, these guys were shot, but there's no island in sight. And Usopp makes a point to basically say, um, yeah, if they shot from where we're going to Jaya, that's impossible. We can't even see the island from here. And then they show Van Ogre with a long ass rifle. And it's like, oh, whoa, <laughs> be careful with this guy. Um, so we got Van Ogre, we got Burgess, Blackbeard. Who was the fourth one that was on the island? Uh, the doctor. It was the doctor. Doc the doctor. Yeah, the one that tried to give him the apple, but Luffy ate a non-poisonous one. Choice of words that this guy called Luffy. When Luffy took a bite of the apple that wasn't poisonous, or the one that was not going to explode in his stomach, yeah. he called him a lucky boy. Yeah. Keywords. Oh gosh, you think so? I a hundred percent think so. Of all the words, of all the words, of all the words, you could have called him lucky guy. Aren't you a lucky man? Aren't you a lucky? I don't know. You could have called him anything. You could have called him anything. (laughs) He could have, but Luffy is still relatively young in the pirate scene. Like these people are all like pushing their forties, like well into their forties. Yeah, they're old. They're like the age of Shanks. Yeah, right. They are. But everything has a purpose with Oda. I will give it to him. I'll give it to him. Lucky boy. Tosi probably has no idea what it means. But but you want to know something? Here's here's another thing. Um, On the Baratier, they they called, uh, what do you call it? They called Luffy Chore Boy. Oh! (laughs) Do you think they knew? No. (laughs) That, and think, and when you think about Baratier and how it's, it's like literally a fish head. And what else has a big head in the middle of the sea? Of recent, of recent chapters. Hmm. Hmm. A big head. You're losing me. Yeah, you're losing. me. I was already skull. lost. So. A big head skull. The the skull head, in the middle of the ocean. The the. Oh my- you they're know, not real. Obviously, Nino, they're, not, they're not real friends of the series. Go ahead, Tosi, clarify. No, stop. Clarify. We're just going too far. <laughs> Tosi, no, no, no. Let Tosi clarify. What is it, Tosi? No, we're going Obviously, too far he's ahead. talking about a chapter I haven't read yet because I'm 800 chapters obviously, behind. Clearly, but once I get there in about one to two years, I will be able to tell you. 
Just like you're able to tell us the panel spread in Jaya, the one that you completely <laughs> forgot. Jaya was anyway. not that important. Skip Jaya. Goodness. Um, so we covered the Blackbeard Pirates. Uh and and, and, and there's another character <clears throat> that we'll touch on that's part of the Blackbeard crew, but we'll touch on that in the uh oh, yes, the, the government yep. portion. But going back, Luffy, Zoro, Nami, they leave the bar. And they at least have some clue of where they're going to go. They're going to go to the house of Mont Blanc Cricket. They're going to find out what he knows about how to get to what? The the, the city of gold, right? Or was um, it? The island of gold. So, this, Eldorado. so it's Eldorado. all in the, you know, Nolan the liar said there was a city of gold. And yeah. when he got there, the island was gone. Right. And now and he's a liar. And now he's a liar. The tale of Nolan the liar. And I like how every time they mention uh, the Nolan the liar thing, they all look at Usopp just <laughs> without saying anything. And he's like, oh my why God. are you looking at me? <laughs> um, but uh, an interesting bit of foreshadowing, one that we did get an answer for years later, was a certain dialogue exchange between Sanji and the rest of the crew. So when they originally picked up Nolan the Liar and they read the story, Sanji mentioned that he recognized that story. It was a yeah. North Blue. It was a story from the North Blue. Yeah, he was read it as a child. Yeah. He read it mm -hmm. as a child. They then questioned Sanji saying, Sanji, uh, what do you mean? You said you're from the East Blue. We found you in the East Blue. And Sanji just kind of sweeps it under the rug like it's not that big a deal i know the story i know the story and then he's like oh i was born on the north blue didn't i mention that and it's like no you didn't no you didn't, you didn't mention <laughs> anything yeah very very nonchalantly and tries to change the subject back to the story yeah. beautiful like, doesn't want to focus too much on his past why 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 not mm. and why you know you had the first Sanji? straw hat that we don't know much about like their past so, well, at this point, that, him, Zoro, and Robin are the three that we know the least um, We still about. don't know Zoro's true. We technically story. still don't know Zoro, right? I remember oh. someone. I remember someone laughed when we talked about uh, Logtown that Tashigi was going to tie back Absolutely into not. the story. Stop. It was you. It was <laughs> you. Focus on Giant because that's stupid. That's not a thing. Be we don't know anything about him. <laughs> <laughs> How no, your Tashigi, your Tashigi theory is terrible, <laughs> and I will never buy it. So, Look, honestly, we just have to wait for the uh, the true villain of this series to come back into play. Down the stairs. Enough. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Enough. Yeah, because uh, Zoro's friend uh, fell down the stairs. And oh, that's how she died. My God. <laughs> Boo. Undefeated. Boo. <laughs> yeah, boo. Undefeated. Boo this man. Um <laughs> anyways, uh again, a little bit of foreshadowing, a piece of um trivia that we'll not know for about Sanji until I want to say 15 years later. I think uh an arc covers this dialogue exchange like in 2017 involving yeah. Sanji's background. So yeah, people died waiting for this uh and honestly it, it was a little exchange that you could just sweep it under the rug as that's not important it could just be 
a bit of Oda saying, oh yeah, Sanji's saying he's from the North Blue and he knows the story. Done. That's it. But I like these little bits. Oda goes back, ties it into many conversations he had, and it's neat. Um, so what happens next, right? They they learn about uh, Nolan the liar, and then in comes Mont Blanc Cricket himself. He has a he's a chestnut on his head. I saw a chestnut, and I tried to reach in and get it. It was a man, and he pulled me in. Oh no, he saw <laughs> bubbles. He saw bubbles, <laughs> and he investigated. A child, a child. That that's Luffy, that's Luffy. Um, and what he basically came out of the water, kind of fought Sanji a little bit, you know, kind of very brief, yeah, very brief, very brief exchange. And the man collapses. Chopper has to treat him, and they basically discover that this man is constantly going deep underwater to find like gold, essentially. Yeah. And what this is where it, Jaya kind of loses me a little bit because I'm not too sold on the backstory. Um, what's his backstory again? He he like wants to, like he He's, wants to clear his name, but at the same time he doesn't care. He, about- no. he, oh, go ahead, Tosa. I was gonna say he wants to clear his family's name. It's not about his name; it's the entire family because he's like the 15th descendant of Nolan the liar. And throughout the ages, members of the family have gone out to redeem the family's name. He went out to be a pirate, was successful at being a pirate, came across the island and said, this is my mission. This is my dream. I have to clear my family name. And so far, he he has failed, obviously. Which is, which is really strange because it's like, um, you're telling me you had no dream of uh, whatever you had with your pirates? And then when you came across this island, you just decide, um, yeah, you know what? No, this is my dream now. I'm gonna stay here. You guys, but it probably hit him harder because he probably never he probably heard the story. He mentioned he was bullied, that his family was affected by it, but it didn't really impact him until he got there. Until he got to the island, he was like, "There's really a scene of him standing by a cliff, and the pirates are saying, "Yo, we have to go, Captain." He's like, "No." I actually have to stay. Right, because he did. No one knew that Jaya was the island that Nolan had found. And then okay. when he realized this was the island, he was like, oh man, this is always going to haunt me until, you know, it's solved. So he's been right. swimming down there for years looking for proof. Poor and all he pulls back is gold. Yeah. And it's not even that much gold. He, he He's there for 10 years. And he has what, like little ingots of gold yeah. and the, mm-hmm. the gold bird, the um, yeah. the, the south the bird. North, the south yeah. bird. Is it south bird or I thought it was the north bird? Oh, did it, he find a north bird? It always points south. Well, they, they, they are going to need a south bird. I don't know if that was a gold north bird, but they will need a south bird. I thought the bird was the north bird, the one with the like the. It had the giant beak. If we're, if we're yeah. talking about, if we're talking about his gold bird. I don't know which bird it was, but I know they're gonna need a south bird. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the 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 south bird is the one that points south because its yeah. head it, it turns its head. It can't. It yeah, can't it tried turn to turn the other way and he's, they laughed at him. He yeah. stresses he stresses himself <laughs> when he tries to look any other way. It's, Idiot it's, man, it's silliness. Um, 
so what <laughs> Mont Blanc he hears uh the plight of the straw hats and we also get the monkey boys in and we realize they're they're part of his little squad yeah they were like, part of his old crew before they right. went off themselves wait they were wait they were part of his old crew they yeah, were they're, well they're brothers and so then they the had monkeys. an alliance because they all yeah. love scuba diving and salvaging I think that was that's yeah, what it was. Right. No, yeah. but I remember they were part of his crew because he even had a picture with them in the house. Well, that's just him with them when he came because yeah, because cricket he said um Usopp thought it was some like grant because after Usopp told him the sad story about his background, he Usopp thought, uh, oh, what about the monkey boys? They probably have some grand um like reason for coming over. And <laughs> cricket stays quiet and he's like no, they just heard Nolan the liar story and their fans. Oh, <laughs> they just wanted to never come. Never mind. Um, again, silliness, silliness with these monkey boys. But you realize they're associated either way with uh, cricket, and um, so he, what? He agrees to help them to get to Sky Island because he realized that these two that um, the Straw Hats have a dream to chase this fantastical uh, island in the sky. And he wants to help them. He's willing to do everything. And there's a little bit with Usopp where, um, do you remember this? Where Usopp kind of like confronts him on everything. He's like, why are you so willing to help us? Like, you're way too helpful. And yeah. I don't understand. Like, like it, it wasn't anything played as a joke. It was something where like Luffy, um, Luffy even told Usopp, Usopp, you're being a little much. And <laughs> Usopp tells him to shut up. He's like, no, no, you shut up. I'm gonna ask this. Why are you helping us? This makes no sense. Um, and what does he tell him? I, I I'm pretty sure he tells him, like, listen, man, you guys want to get there. Like, that's the dream of a pirate. I'm gonna help you guys do it. Cause I'm in a town where the strongest man is telling people that dreams don't exist. The dream, the air, the age of dreams is over. The fact that you guys are so young coming in here. And basically telling that guy no, like, I'm helping you. And remember, Usopp only did that because he was scared to go. And he was trying to use some kind of reverse psychology so the guy could not help them. That was his entire goal. He was afraid. Right. Because after he, that scene, he turned to Nami and said, I'm a coward, am I? And she was like, yep, you idiot. And she walked away. And, you know, this is a great, that's a great moment of foreshadowing as well for Usopp. Sorry. Because... We're still in the middle of the Grand Usopp arc. Yes. And this was they... probably like, like Usopp has had like a, had had moments of like, oh, I can be brave, you know, with the one ton hammer in <laughs> Alabasta and getting like his, all his bones completely shattered, which he, he, he's fine, by the way. So all fractures. We, we got a doctor on board. Yeah. He, he could fix it. And this is probably like one of the moments after that you know because if you look at it from the lens of oh um oda wanted to end one piece after alabasta which he said before that he did you know you could see that Usopp, you know taking up the hammer and like being like oh yeah i'm gonna stand up for what's right or you know for my friends and for dreams that could be like the end of an arc but then he had to reintroduce some things. So other things later down the line would be a lot more, a lot bigger of a payoff. So this is like a very good moment of like 
Usopp just like chickening out and right it, it's funny you mentioned that about Usopp's arc because Oda really foreshadows a lot of things in Jaya with both Usopp Luffy and the Marigo that are all gonna play a pivotal role in the arc after uh Skypea. Cause I know the They're Mary gonna play Go a pivotal role in Rocks and Foxy Pirates? Yes. Um, clearly. Uh, no, I know what he's saying because you know they do have to prep the Mary for the knockup stream, but Usopp was already doing repairs to the Mary, you know. And Sanji makes a comment and says, oh, we need a new ship. We got to get rid of this. And Usopp's like, no, don't you know who the ship is or what this ship means to us? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I heard the story. <laughs> like, I wasn't there. I'm not. You he know. wasn't there. He wasn't there, right? He so, wasn't there. Very subtle, very subtle kind of. But like, Luffy, when, Luffy when you think reassures about it, him. Right. He says, uh, the Mary is part of the crew. Like, we'll just fix yeah. her. Simple as right. that's that's subtle because it, it you think that it's you read it even if you read it again, you're like, Oh, that's just an interaction that the crew's having. Right. You, know you don't I mean? think right. anything of it. You think you you don't think the Mary is gonna be an integral part of the story at any point, you know. Right. And, and, and it's it's good because they really emphasize the damage like they would show the mary get beaten up a lot in the previous arcs like <laughs> wapple took a chunk out of it he bit a piece of it off and, and it's you like see the repairs you still see it yeah it's not like yeah. oda forgot and like you know like when loopy gets like a tooth punched out or someone gets their skull fractured the next arc is just it, it, it's just fixed it's there he has his teeth back uh, not with the Mary go it it looks beat up still and I think even um earlier in this arc when uh the uh, uh shoujo the the shoujo captain he did that sonar um oh yeah attack. he was damaging the ship yeah he was damaging the ship the floorboards were ripping off mm -hmm. yep. and it's like the way you're ripping those off you can't repair them like it's this ship went through the ringer in previous arcs but really I feel like Oda was emphasizing that in this one. And, and on top of it all, it's not a pirate ship. At it's the not end a pirate day, ship. It's, it's a not caravan. a pirate ship. It's a caravan. Right. Exactly. Mm. Is, is, is it this arc that they get the like the the big hunk of metal uh, on the bottom of the Mary so that it doesn't crack? No, that was Skypea. Wait, the hunk of metal? Oh, yeah, the one where the ship gets fixed in Skypea and they somebody quote unquote in the darkness while they were having the bonfire oh is that oh, what you're talking Kumbaya. about yeah 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 because yeah, there, there's i think one of the biggest like things to the mary i guess that we'll see is like there's like a big chunk and this and it was stated in this arc like if you can't if your ship can't hold it when it gets shot up you're just gonna get broken there's no way right. to fix that and you're all gonna oh, die oh you mean like uh like the base part Yes. I, I think they mentioned that in Water 7. They do. They the, say the knockup stream did that. The knockup gotcha. stream messed it up even more. Like it's a part of the ship that if this part gets damaged, that's it for the ship. Like yeah. it's it's not saleable anymore. But it happens here. It, it happens, happens here. here at some right. Point. Right. Yeah. Right. 
the actual so, deed of it getting damages in this moment. Um, so uh, they realize they need to get a South Bird to uh, basically find out where their knockup stream is coming up next. Uh, they venture into the forest. There's shenanigans that go on as usual. It's a forest on the Grand Line. The bird is messing with them, sending hornets and uh, giant ladybugs. Just shenanigans. Shenanigans. Chopper can understand the bird. Chopper can understand. I yes, like yes. I like the way Oda draws like certain facial expressions because whenever the bird spoke, a Chopper had this look of disgust <laughs> on it. <laughs> like he looked back, he's like, "What the hell did you say?" <laughs> and he's like, "What do you say, Chopper?" <laughs> He's oh my God. I love it. I love it. Um, but as they're in the forest, Bellamy, the hyena and his crew hear about the gold that Mont Blanc cricket potentially has. They come in, they beat the crap out of them. They steal the gold. And I love the, the next ensuing, uh, panels that happened immediately after that. Um, Luffy decides to go and get the gold back from Bellamy. And yeah. this time he's gonna he's gonna force him to give it back. Oh yeah, he taught him a lesson. Oh yeah. He, oh he my background, he taught him the a games, lesson. The games were over. The games were finally over. I I like the way this scene is drawn in the manga. Um it, it it's done very well in here in, in the background that I have, but there's something about when Oda does like, um, I don't know what the right word is, but like shadowing or certain lines that he does when he's drawing like an impact, like a punch or a kick. He really puts a lot of emphasis on it. It looks very, very nice. This scene in the manga, I felt that hit. When that punch connected. Yeah, and it imprinted on his skull too. It left an imprint. Yes, yes it did. How hard do you hit someone to leave an imprint? And that no, was no. not Luffy's blood. That was Bellamy's no, blood. No, on... Now I have a question for you all because we know certain things. Because the next arc, the next arc is Skypea, and they introduce a certain... Uh, I already know where say, you're going with this. Mantra? Yeah, you could, you're talking yeah. about Mantra? Yes, yeah. and I've, I've mentioned this before. This is... Uh, this is all alluding to it's a build up of what would be hockey. Like you yeah. don't get observation hockey if you can't stand there and perfectly time when to punch the crap out of Bellamy springing around. Oh, because of how fast Bellamy was going, you think yeah. there was some illusion? And also, the not, that and also the punt one punch he knocked him out in one punch and left an imprint on his head. When he's supposed to be made of springs. Right. The no, fact it's... the fact that he can do that means he's leveling up to eventually unlock observation hockey. Now, again, you could call it a retcon or you could say Oda's a genius and he knew it from the get-go. If it's a retcon, it works. Because there's other instances where we, uh, again, I've been saying this, <laughs> you don't get hockey unless they do some, do some of the things that they've done. In the series, yeah. I think it's definitely it's it's a retcon by name, but there is definitely like hints at it was. I think what Oda did it was like he introduced these ideas, but he could have done it to like he could have still pulled out if he wanted to. Like I can totally see Oda being like Luffy was just that strong, you know. 
I, I thought he was just that strong yeah. in this scene. <laughs> like reading for the first time. I mean, time. he is strong, but I'm talking yeah. about timing it though, you know. The imprint on the head, like why won't he just bounce off if he's made a spring? <laughs> that's a uh, question. Well, that's that's the thing about his devil fruit. Well, I think we've only seen the springs come out of his feet. Out of his feet I think. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. the feet. But I, but with that said, they should be able to come out of his limbs altogether. That's a stupid. If it's just on his legs, that's a stupid double fruit. Like, well, maybe he hasn't like, unlocked it because. But look oh, how fast right. he can go. You can't see him. He oh. bounces around. And so you know what? Fast. You know what's actually also good about this scene is that Bellamy prides himself about his devil fruit. You know, kind of that arrogance of devil fruit users. He's like, I have a devil fruit. You can't beat me. You know. <laughs> I mean, not only that, his bounty, he prides himself his on bounty the numerical too, right. value. He's like, I'm 55 mil. What are you kidding? You're just 30. You're just 30. That's so interesting that you say that now because now it's all linking together. Like it's placed the devil, the reliance on devil fruit and the reliance on bounties to equate to power are put together for a reason. Because exactly. As, then, you know, as we find out that devil fruits aren't what make the man in this series apparently correct or the power doesn't necessarily only have to come from the devil fruit it and doesn't then on top of that too luffy doesn't even use any gum gum abilities here he does they don't not. even know that he has a devil fruit correct he's exactly oh my god idea. that's right he just they punches don't. Him. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't even notice that. I I read it recently. I didn't even notice that they don't know what his devil fruit is, and he still knocked them out. Yep. And the only way that you can get away with that is good character writing, because yeah. because if look, you even said that you read it and you didn't even notice it. That's just because Oda is a good writer here, because he was like, how do I not? How do I get away with not showing Luffy's powers for a number of chapters? and no one will question it is because it was a character moment luffy just said i don't care boom bonk (laughs) pirate be gone juice concussion (laughs) um yeah he knocks this guy out and funny enough um his first mate uh rakis sarkis oh sarkis sarkis Sarkis, um, the guy with the, I mean, I think his gimmick is like, he has like one of those, um, you got like a giant sword. No, it's like a blade. It's a type of blade. I don't know what, what you call it. It has a name, but that's his gimmick. He, he, he has like this little, little mini sword. Um, he notices captain gets knocked out and he's petrified. Right. And it's funny because he takes that level of like, so like Luffy leaves, he, he has the gold, he leaves. Um, and he still takes that level of arrogance when he's walking down the street and he bumps into Blackbeard <laughs> and he's still, <laughs> still after seeing his captain get destroyed, he's still like, starting. watch where you're going, man. And bam, shuts <laughs> him up. Blackbeard, he didn't care. Literally antithesis mirror. Uh, Luffy knocks out Bellamy for disrespecting him or disrespecting someone else. And ooh, 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 Luffy disrespect. I'm sorry. Uh, Luffy beats the crap out of the captain for disrespecting someone else, which is Montblanc Cricket. Blackbeard knocks out the first mate for disrespecting him. 
He bumped into him and said, watch where you're going, man. Like, this is our town. Boom, shuts him up. Luffy did it for someone else. Blackbeard did it for himself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mirrors. Go does a go. That's all I got to say. Oh, and before we really leave that, the, someone calls out to Luffy. I, I forget who it was. He's like, "Where? What are you gonna do? Where are you gonna go?" And oh, Luffy it's does, the, the first mate. The first yeah, mate, Sarkis. Iconic. The sky. Sky. Love it. Very Love subtle. It. Very nice. And it's funny because Sarkis, when when he said that, he was like trying to, you know, toughen up and be like, "Don't walk away. Where are you going?" And when Luffy turned around before he lifted up the finger, Sarkis like he was scared. He thought he was gonna punch Instinct. him. <laughs> and then it was just Luffy pointing to the sky. He's like, "I'm going to the sky." Simple as that. I love it. I love it. Um, so Luffy brings back the gold. They set the ship up, and they're now on their way to the knock upstream. There's a brief the chicken. The chicken. Uh, they, they got him. He's he's chained up. <laughs> oh, the the bird. The... the bird. No, I'm talking about the chicken thing that they. Put oh yeah, on... they put a they put a thing on the Mary goes uh, stern. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right. They outfitted it with fly. wings too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's now gonna fly to the Sky Island. Um, but before it flies, we get to see um, a little bit of how the world is reacting to everything that happened in Alabasta. Oda placed this in a very interesting position because usually the norm now in the in the, how One Piece works, we get a big arc, big fight at the end. After the fight's over, the arc finishes and we get like a worldview of what's happening. What's the government thinking? What's Shanks doing? What's Whitebeard doing? Well, not Whitebeard anymore, but what is everyone doing? What's the world reacting to what Luffy and the gang just did? This time, it didn't really happen right away. It happened at, in the transition period between Jaya and Skypea of what happened at Alabasta. So one thing that we get is uh, we get a sneak peek at Marijua, the capital city of the Navy. Is this the first time we've seen Marijuana? Yeah, yes. 100%. This mm -hmm. is the first time. Okay. This is the first time we, we meet a, bunch of, a good we amount of people here. Yeah, we meet more Sichibukais. Yeah, we right. meet uh, that stupid walk of Doflamingo where he's like the big steps. <laughs> it's an evil The legs walk. wide open. <laughs> <laughs> it's an evil I'm, I'm, I'm sure a, a man with a walk that stupid won't be important. Correct. Forward. Honestly, you really didn't think anything much of do Flamingo right there. Neither did Kuma. You, you're like, oh, he's a big guy. He had a Bible. He had a Bible. He did have a Bible. Hand. That was not in the American dub. The... <laughs> I don't think. I think in the anime they cut it out in general, right? Yeah, I think no, they, they cut out not. all the they religious. In the anime, yeah, I'm they pretty did sure. It? No, no, that's early One Piece. That's Four Kids One Piece. No, Kuma no, is not think... in Four Kids One Piece. I, I, I think they actually. I know in the um. Oh my God. The American release of, I'm pretty sure the anime period, Japanese or American, I think they've removed the mention of the Bible. They did I, not because in Thriller Bark, I remember watching it. He had a Bible. Did you assume so, it was a Bible because it was black? I think, okay. No, so it's a Bible on it. <laughs> when, when they, when they, whatchamacallit, uh, when they 
it, it is a, indeed a Bible in the manga, but I think the anime just puts one line on it versus a cross. There's many subtle things that they drop from manga okay. to anime. Cause no, it's, it's a Bible violent. and Thriller Bark. I'm looking up right now. So are you looking up manga or anime? Anime. They're in color. Is there a cross on it? It's just no, it's just Bible. Okay, to maybe it fair, was the cross. The manga can out. also be in color. I'm reading it in color right now. Yeah, but it's it's no, it's the what do you call it? It's the it's the anime. Like I I can see it's the anime. Yeah. It's likely the cross then. There we go, two for oh proving you all wrong. Anywho. That's a real fan. Anywho, you don't think much of these two characters when you meet them. Uh, you also meet the elders. You see the elders for the first yeah. time. First time? Damn. First time. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This is the first time you meet Sengoku. Okay, that, uh, yes. I remember that's the first time you meet Sengoku, uh, who was the fleet admiral. Uh, yes. Very high. I think it's, yeah, it's the highest position He's, in the Navy outside of the elders. The elders, right. Right. Well, the the elders don't don't work with for the navy. They work for the world government. Correct. The world government and the navy are separate entities, even though the navy right. works for the old world government. So he has the highest. What do you call it? Uh, he has the highest position in the navy. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, yes, he, they, he talks to the elders. Right. Exactly. Um, what this is a meeting to call in the warlords because. They want to talk about what? Crocodiles out. Crocodiles downfall. Right. Um, and we and need to replace them. Exactly. And, and I like. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Two things. But let's oh, talk about ahead. the crocodile yeah. thing. Let's talk about the crocodile thing. Oh, the crocodile thing. So there's another thing they have up for discussion. Right. Uh, so Luffy beat the crap out of Crocodile. There's an open seat on the warlord table. Only two warlords show up to the meeting, that being Doflamingo. Fl- and Kuma. There's three. Oh, I mean, well, two yes. Show, two, two show, show up initially. on time. Two show up on time. Then you got the more badass one of Mihawk showing up and saying, I would like to know what is going on in this uh, meeting of war. He does not have like a Spanish accent. That is the four I, kids I've, accent. I've <laughs> always <laughs> had that accent in my oh head. Oh my God. I, and that I is fair. It, that is when, fair. When I no. read his speech bubble, that's the sound that plays in my head when I'm reading the manga. And that's okay. That is totally okay. I still do the shanks <laughs> with a like an iron. The, or wait, Cockney. isn't it Australian? Is it I thought it was Australian. Oh, it's Australian. Whatever it is, it's terrible. That's terrible. Wait, I got Luffy. Le- yes. Oh my God, that is a hundred percent his voice. <laughs> that is not his voice. Zoro, you must look me up later. <laughs> yes. Oh my it's, God. It's really. <laughs> <laughs> crocodiles out they need someone in and also they're doing it for looks too because they're trying to give off the appearance that the warlords and the navy work together right and that really they're competent they... too yeah yeah mm-hmm. that um, they didn't squander uh, an entire nation almost to uh <laughs> to uh, yeah. a warlord which looking back on it considering who came to the what do you call it to this meeting <laughs> oh, it's yeah. very interesting. It's very interesting Wait, when you like. Are you talking about Mihawk? No. No, he's talking about Doflamingo. Oh, yeah. Doflamingo. And see well, what look- Doflamingo does the moment oh, he gets oh, there. Oh, right. He's- you know, he do- he he dro- messed up the little <laughs> puppeteering. He does again, uh, showing Oda kind of had an inkling of an idea what he was going to do with him. 
um, this guy, uh, Doflamingo, they ask him like how he's doing. And he says, oh, biz he does the Kingpin thing from Spider-Verse, business is booming. And it's <laughs> like, oh my God, <laughs> the business, Ooh. the business he's running. And someone says, well, if that's concerning for a pirate to tell us business is booming, what the hell does that mean? That's not something good. You were going to say something? I think they subtly refer to Doflamingo's past. They do? Uh, somebody addresses him as, I, oh, man, it's a blink and you missed it. I think they called him a noble, which is crazy because, you know, he's not a noble anymore. I swear because. Wait, who? Do you know who? I don't remember yeah. exactly, but I was literally just watching it. I had turned away, but I heard him say, wow, no one's ever addressed me as such in such a long time or some people don't know to address me as that and he's like hmm. i'll take i'll take that sounds like an anime it. Yeah, it might be an anime only it could be but it sounds like one. when i heard that i was like oh man if they are talking about this back then then kudos to oda because that's something you had no idea what they could be talking about you know right right I'm, but i'm pretty sure that's what happened i I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. So, I mean, there's a lot of foreshadowing. I think that we can agree on at the minimum, like whether it's Doflamingo, um, whether it's um, Kuma. Well, there wasn't really too much with Kuma going on. With nah, him. he's silent the whole time. Yeah, right. Um, but there's another um, wild card character that shows up to this meeting. I forget his name. Um, no, you said it earlier. I did. Oh, you Ooh. did? You didn't? Lafitte? Oh, no, I didn't say Lafitte. I, I, I don't remember his name, but but, oh, but, but that's what I was Lafitte. referring to. Lafitte. And he's um, a tap dancer. He's a tap. <laughs> Is this why you hate everyone in the. In they the are the empire? weirdest and ugliest crew <laughs> there is. I can't stand them. <laughs> Lafitte appears and um, he's here to recommend his captain of the Blackbeard Pirates, Marshall D. Teach, as the next warlord to take his place. He doesn't say, uh, I'm here to recommend Blackbeard, but he's recommending Blackbeard. He's there to recommend his captain. And that's when we see the the walk down the aisle, or the, the walk down that we usually see for Luffy and the gang. Um, you, that's when you see like Blackbeard and Burgess, Grandmaster Hoop's favorite character, uh, Van Ogre, and- um, Doc Q. Doc Q, a sickly docker, a doctor. Um, I it's funny, it's funny. I like that they're weird, ugly characters. Uh, <laughs> they're ugly, they're ugly. I, I, oh I'll um, but uh, that's when we get, I, I mean, I think that's all that happens though, right? Okay, so then they, yeah. the elders have a brief conversation because again, you know, there's theories about Shanks. So the elders are aware that Rockstar went to go deliver a letter to Whitebeard saying okay. that Whitebeard and Shanks need to talk. And actually, then they show they show what happens at that meeting. The elders are uh, concerned because they said those two powers cannot be meeting up, you know. Right. But then the elders make a subtle uh, reminder saying Shanks would never make a move like that unless prompted and so okay it's interesting because you know 
again, mystery surrounding Sh Shanks. Don't know much about him. Uh, I again, I don't know. I don't think they've confirmed he's part of that crew to the audience yet. Uh, but remember, there. I feel there's been theories going around that suggest Shanks has some tie-ins to the world government. You know, right. have you heard? Have, have any of y'all heard of those? Those whispers. I mean, I I think I've heard them far and wide. Like nothing too specific, but because Shanks is such a character that. 20 plus years later we still know next to nothing about him and that's good <laughs> i can see it's part of it is good yeah because you have theories like this where people start making connections as to what his relations are what are his goals does this guy got a devil fruit or not um i'm, I'm part of the camp that thinks he doesn't have one and i think he's more badass without one um but yeah i I can, I don't know the specifics of the theories you're mentioning, but I have heard of some of them. Uh, well, this, kinda. this gives you an inkling because it's like, it's almost as if they were not worried about Shanks, but they knew the inclination of Shanks and Whitebeard meeting and this, but this does lead to the next scene where it does show Rockstar addressing Whitebeard. And this is the first time we see Whitebeard. Um, yes. Uh, he is huge. I, yes disgustingly huge. i don't know there's something weird about some of the I, when i read these parts before like growing up i just i hated how large some of these characters would get um it just looked weird to me i didn't like it obviously now i don't care if the character's big or small but um white is freaking huge but being the man that's considered the strongest person in the world look at what's around him He's connected nurses. to a bunch of medical stuff. He has nurses attending <laughs> to him. And I think that's cool. I think that's really cool because like, it makes you question like, why is his title the strongest man in the world? This was the guy that apparently fought Gold Roger and lived. And, and could go, yeah, could go toe to toe, right. Could go toe to toe. And he is labeled as the man closest to the One Piece. What the hell that even means? We still don't know because well, that could be so many different things. That could be so many different things. Like he's the closest to discovering the one piece. He's the closest because he's like next to it. He's somewhere where it's close by. So many things. Nope. No, no idea. But and then, that's his title. And then you get that scene with, with Shanks, that quick scene with Shanks where they're like, the government's going to try and stop us. And he's like, we're going anyway. Okay, let It's him. funny. It's funny that the government is trying so hard. I think this is going to play a much bigger role considering recent chapters, but the government does not want the Yonkos working together. Um, so, yeah. So it's, cool. and they, they actively try to keep them at war with each other because they can't, they can barely, you know, oh, that's a spoiler, but no. what do you call it? It's, it's, it's just interesting that they emphasize it so early on that they don't want Yonko's like even even meeting each other. This yeah, they can't, between they Grandmaster be and I is not allowed. Oh right, because again we're unstoppable. And it's just TV too much of a. Be disappointed. It's, Cooper it's, TV is nowhere to be found. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much of a wild card for them because again, and that's the great thing about one piece as far as kind of just 
storytelling. You don't know they're emperors. You don't know the four emperors. You don't know that the Yanko are a thing. You you just know these two are two powerful beings that should not be meeting for whatever reason. You don't know the scope of their power. You don't know the scope of their influence throughout the world. But they cannot be meeting for whatever reason. Don't let them. Don't right. Because if they form an alliance, I mean, alliances, oh, <laughs> alliances go a long way. And, right. Uh, we, we, we won't talk about it now, but our manga readers know alliances go a long way. Um, so that's the government bit. We do get to see a little bit of Buggy and Alveda. That usually doesn't happen a lot. Because uh, I think the last time we saw them was Logtown, right? Yes. Or was yeah. It? Okay. Um, most important character. Most important Buggy character. Buggy D. Clown. Buggy D. Clown. And um, they always meant, I don't know if this is like a silly gag with Buggy or if it's something serious. He's always looking for Captain John's treasure. It comes back. I think. Is this something serious? Like, it must be. Like, and there's no. I way. always thought it was just something silly. Like, like, uh, no. I don't know. I, I thought it was like a silly adventure for Buggy, Captain John, because they look in the silliest places. They're like, what? They, they're looking at like a mine shaft or something for the treasure uh, that's occupied by miners. Um, but it's a, it's a, but it's a spoiler. What do you call it? That Captain John was. Uh, wait, should I say this? Well, no. Bucks. I don't Wait, how, how far do we know about Captain John? Because yeah, there's only there's only one thing we know about him besides that of him having a treasure. Okay, go I don't that know he was on a about certain, Captain John. He was on a certain pirate group. I, I don't. He was part that. of the Rocks Pirates. Oh, we'll okay, to. sure. Okay, it was. Yeah. Okay. He was. He was there. That's why the. You know what? I'll explain when we get there. Well, hold up. Buggy and Alveda are not the most important part about Buggy. Go on. Do you know who else is on that ship? With who? The, uh, the With two Buggy. Yeah, that's uh, right. There was somebody else that we're talking about. Oh Isn't that a member of Shanks crew? Ace is on the ship. Oh, it was Ace. Ace is on the ship. And he's in falling the, asleep while the eating and everything. Buggy, you know, he steals every scene that he's in. How would I was supposed to remember a nobody like Ace? Ace is not. Oh Ace had yeah. no significance in that scene because he was just eating and falling asleep on no, the ship. No, they are. No, it's all. Okay, so it's that part. It's that kind of storytelling where they give you all the pieces, but you don't know how they work together. You get the world government where Lafitte tells them, hey, my captain wants to be a warlord. We have a plan that you will now recognize him as worthy of being a warlord and then it like cuts to buggy's ship yes because ace is on buggy's ship they're giving you the pieces they're giving you the pieces for when those two characters eventually meet but that's yes. that's literally foreshadow it is how no, he it becomes is. right it is i agree I don't disagree right. with you. Okay. It's it's it great storytelling. But it's it Buggy the Clown. It doesn't matter. You Buggy think it doesn't matter? Because <laughs> then look at Buggy the Clown now. It is it is not immediately cut to. I have it open right now. It does not immediately I'm cut not to. Talking manga. I'm not talking manga. Call him I'm not place. talking manga. Not talking manga. 
I'm talking oh, anime. Of course. Yeah, you don't want the canon anime. version. You just want some filler What do you nonsense. mean? It's very well adapted, and it's not filler. I mean, so that's I guess, it should I be guess, the same as the manga. It should exactly. be the same. <laughs> it is no, not no, but, exactly but, the same. But Buggy, but Buggy and Ace is canon because there there is like the 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 cover stories and the oh, Ace yeah, novels. It is. it is canon. But I guess because the anime knew uh, had the the privilege of knowing what, what was coming before, you know. Oh, they uh, could cut it after. in a way where it could imply what yeah. Grandmaster's saying. Okay. Right. Correct. Got it. Either way, it's, it's still great because they gave you the pieces. You, as a viewer, did not know how to put them together. At the time, no. But no. then looking back in retrospect, it all adds up. Correct. It's beautiful. Um, Blackbeard Pirates. say that it has layers. Like an onion. I agree. Blackbeard Pirates try to stop Luffy and the gang because they're an agent of chaos. They don't care about their dreams about going to Sky Island. They're like, oh, this guy has a hundred million berries on. <laughs> oh, his they head. did until, <laughs> right? Get him! <laughs> <laughs> um, and that ship got destroyed. <laughs> the knockup stream destroyed. Because they ship. Yeah, have a raft. It's a yeah. Raft. It was three it was logs stuck together. It was a raft with cannons in it. <laughs> It it's, a, it's, the, on the side. it's the most fortified raft, sure. But it is a very fortified of, raft. At Blackbeard the end of the day, it's a raft. Sit, Blackbeard could sit on one log of the raft and still have a significant portion of space. <laughs> it's still a raft. They are the ugliest crew. <laughs> With the ugliest boat. Why can't they have a ship? Antithesis. Their ship gets destroyed by the knockup stream. Luffy's does and it, also, and also they have they don't show an importance to their ship, like yes, because um, Luffy Lu Luffy's whole thing with his crew is that the ship is so important, which we'll explore in later arcs. But they don't have a ship. They're like we're just trying to you know we have our own dreams, and they don't just align with yours. So exactly, so. We have their ship destroyed. Knock upstream sends the crew into the Emperor Cloud. And I think that's kind of, well, that's where volume 25 ends uh for for this portion. I think the chat I think the volume right after that, Skypea immediately picks up. Yeah, they um, start at the entrance of Skypea. Yeah, that's basically right. the anime ends to uh they start singing come aboard and bring along as they are about to I actually like the... that bit in the anime. Oh, it was good. The it way they good. played it. It was really, yes. really nice. I wish you wouldn't do the the dub, but Oh, they, oh, they did. I don't know the I don't know the English? Japanese. All I no, know they, is they sung it in they sung it in Japanese. All I know is all I know is um the Funimation when they dub the songs, they actually do a very good job at translating. So okay. it is what it is. It keeps the magic. It started way back at Smile Bomb. Smile Bomb was a perfectly adapted cover. So. From Yu Yu Hakusho? Is that, Correct. is that where you're going? Yep. Mm -hmm. That's one. They, they do justice. They do that's, good. That's one. <laughs> okay. Rurouni Genshin. That's in Japanese, wasn't it? The oh ending, wait, no! The the Sugar Cube Sugar is not. Cube. I'm oh, sorry, goodness. Freckles. The name Freckles, of the song is Freckles. Freckles. Yes, Freckles, Freckles is done in English, and it's beautiful. Doesn't Funimation also do Pokemon? That's also no, good. That's for uh, kids. Four kids, kids said we're gonna make mm -hmm. our own shit, and they always did. Rock that's where you dragon. get yo. 
That's where you get that crap. Oh, yeah, yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best opening. Absolutely not. Gilbert Gottfried would. Can you imagine if they're riding up the knockup stream and they're like, "Yeah, we're going to Sky Island." Yo, Gaga. <laughs> yes, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> that would be. And then, like, no. you see like Luffy smiling. Uh, and it's like, uh, his name is Luffy. <laughs> yes, and every time they mention a character, so... they show how they're hanging onto the ship as they're no. flying off. Yes, that would have been amazing. Say, I'll hold you, Nami Swan. <laughs> <laughs> Nami Swan, Robin Swan. No. And then, and then I don't know. Robin's like, thank God for Cricket Nolan or whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, because she has a Texas. It's not that deep. I didn't. The she had a Texas accent. She the, has a she has a country because accent. She came out with the with the oh, cowboy the, hat. Yeah, oh, so they said yes. she's wearing a cowboy outfit. She gotta have a country accent. She gotta give her a twang. So goodness. Yeah. Just like they goodness. saw Joey Wheeler and they were like, you know what this man needs? He needs a Brooklyn accent. Okay, Brooklyn. Joey Wheeler is an interesting one because yeah. Joey says certain words in Japanese that makes him sound like a tough guy. So they said, "What? How can we adapt that into a tough guy?" You know, and they uh, said, Brooklyn. "Brooklyn." Yeah. Yep. Let's play you. I'm gonna duel you in a children's card game. So, <laughs> either way, um, excited to talk about Skypea next week. Excited. Um, this Very. is a great prelude. Great prelude to it. It's all. fantastic. I actually appreciate it a lot more. It is way better than I thought, like I mentioned they, at the beginning. Be they surprised. don't know how many doors they're about to open with Skypea, honestly. Yeah. No, it is. Like, because looking back on Skypea, you just realize how significant it is to a lot that happens. We'll talk about later. it next week, I bet. I yes. I bet we will. Um, so yeah, that's basically Jaya. Did, did we forget anything? Anything no. significant? I think those are the big bits. We deep dive. We came hungry. We did. We did. Can wow, we deep back? dive. There's a lot of diving in Scott in uh, Jaya. There is. There uh -huh. is. Oh Can you God. imagine if we deep dive Jaya like this and we had still Skypea to talk about oh. in the same episode? Three hours. Yeah. Impossible. Three hours more. Impossible. Good, right. Yeah. Good thing we cut it. Correct. Good thing we cut it. Uh. Well. That's all we have today, folks, on our One Piece Chronicles pod. There you have it. We promised you in the beginning we were going to convince you why Jaya is significant. Hopefully you took something out of this, maybe some new perspective on the prelude to Skypea. And <laughs> I don't know how long Skypea is going to be, but uh, we'll, we will manage it. We will manage Skypea. It is one of the longer arcs in One Piece. Um, but hey, we've handled long arcs before. We'll do it again. But with that, everyone, let us know your thoughts on Jaya in the comments below, wherever you're listening to us on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. And if you want to see our lovely faces as we deep dive these episodes, check out the YouTube channel at Dr. Jace Attorney. And as always, which, which is what we mentioned earlier, join our Discord to join the conversation. More details on that in the Patreon link in the description box below. But with that, everyone, next week is Skypea. Join us for the Sky Adventure. 
I am your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop and Supernova's Nino and Toasty signing off and take care. <laughs>